Ladies and gentlemen, comrades and friends, welcome back. Another episode of the Dicey D20 here with your dungeon master, Noah, and all of our other great players who are silent for some reason. Hello. <laughs> and now loud for no reason. <laughs> that's, uh, that's D&D, I believe. Yeah, exactly. Okay, just some cleaning house to do first of all. First and foremost, we have a level up in the house, ladies and gentlemen. God, that was the slowest pathetic clap clap ever. Who leveled up? (laughs) God, no. Wasn't me. I hope it wasn't me. (laughs) I didn't do my homework. No, it was Tyson McKay. Mike Tyson. Josh. Joshua. You leveled up. Level three? Level two. (laughs) Sab isn't incompetent. That's just a dig. (laughs) He's only level two. It's not just his character. (laughs) So what, what is your... New abilities. What's share with the audience? Yeah, what I got you a, unlocked. Got a couple. Um, a big one is uh, called All Tongue, so I can understand and speak all spoken languages. Jesus, that wow. is a handy. Yeah, usually you have to get a helm for that. No, a helm of comprehending languages, but you don't need that. Yeah, so you can talk to these bully books now. I can talk to anyone. Wow. <laughs> that's so sarcastic. <laughs> Only one person's impressed. By that. Um, I also got lay of the land, so I draw an additional mana around me uh, when I am in the mountains, because red red planeswalkers are more adaptive to mountains, I guess it is. Yeah, they're like they come from the mountains. Yeah, yeah. Mountain so, mountain folks. so basically, I I draw more mana from it, so all my spells cost one less mana when I'm near or. In mountains. Cool. Yeah. Comes from a mountain over the sea. <laughs> I don't think that's <laughs> Also, that's I got... That's not how it goes, but that's okay. <laughs> you know what? Never, plus one inspiration point. Take Thank it. you. Wow. Yeah, everyone else hated on you, but I'm going to allow it. In fact, I'm going to encourage it. Wow. <laughs> it just makes me hate them more. <laughs> uh, Start singing. <laughs> All right. So I also got shock. So as a bonus action, I can expend one mana to deal fire or lightning damage equal to my... Charisma modifier, up to thirty feet away. Any, any, you just do it. I can just. You do don't it. have to roll. Nope. Oh my gosh. This sounds like a two-headed frog incident again. But it's it's my charisma modifier, right? So it's only oh. like plus, plus three. So it's oh. like three damage. Okay. Per turn. So if you, I mean that wait per turn as a bonus action. As long as I have mana to do Ooh, it. Ooh, I like that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. You know what though? This is all about homebrews. Yeah. Forget all that regular class stuff. We're getting to some uncharted territory. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also like rolled for my health and uh, I'm at 20 now. 20? Yeah. And you're only level two. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sab, you're at like thir- 13 health. <laughs> I rolled a... And you're supposed to be the heavy hitter. <laughs> it's okay, mate. I think so. Fievel's even higher than you. I'm at 20. Well, yeah. He's, level, he's three. level three. True, that's fair. Yeah, you had a big game. A couple couple of episodes ago. Gambling mound. Hold on, I forgot it. A lot of XP, but any questions, comments, or concerns before we begin, players, because our hour and a half is about to start. Lock in. I like how you whipped on that. (laughs) (laughs) Again, it's an audio podcast, so (laughs) no one could see it, but Sab whipped. I whipped. He did not nay nay, though. (laughs) Reference is a little bit outdated, but okay, our 30 minutes begins now. 30 minutes? Hour and 30 minutes, gosh. Oh, even Sab caught that. Yeah, I know. If Sab's catching your mistakes, there's a problem. <laughs> what are you going to do? I mean, Ragnar. So you guys are guacking again. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, God, I'm, I'm walking in gonna, the cage. I'm <laughs> always going to say guacking. Okay, let us begin. So where we left off last, you had just Sebastian, right lord, should I say, 
Rogar Ragnar had just finished his feasting and his spear-throwing contest. The party has since dulled to a, a, low, a dull roar. It's, it's lowered to a dull roar. The, the volume is odd, like, noticeably lower. Pump it up. People are getting sleepy up in this bitch. They head into bed, mm-hmm. you know. Is my uh, homeboy translator still up? Your homeboy translator is still up. He and the nice. king are still overseeing things. But okay. you think not for long. Everyone's looking kind of tired. It's the wee hours of the morning. Tyson McKay, you and all of your prison gang yeah. have just planned your breakout. You're waiting for the opportune moment when everyone kind of gets to sleep. Okay? You want minimal guards. Yeah. Minimal. Well, you only got hand knives and whatever. I would take on as many as I could, but the others, they feel... <laughs> They feel <laughs> less is better. Right, it's for the others' sake. Yeah, I mean, I don't want them to die. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna disregard that. We're gonna move over to Fievel Mazenthrov. Your name sounds awfully. It sounds like Transylvanian. Mazenthrov. It's cool though. So play of words for the fans, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's weird that you named your toad Jack Bauer. <laughs> Fievel Mazenthrov, Jack Bauer, and. That you named my toad Bevis. Jack Bauer, and I just kind of went along with it. It was, it was a joint effort. No. <laughs> he kills Jack Bauer so he can get a new animal and name it something else. Just, just name it whatever he wants. <laughs> okay, so when we left off, Yellow Mazenthrop, you had spoken with Arta. She told you about the reason why those big, bulky lizard folk can't get anywhere near the Bullyward Village without being spotted. It's those large towers that keeps, you know, a watchful gaze over this town. Of humanoid frogs. She thinks that because you're so small and nimble and cute, you can probably sneak your way up there. How does cuteness affect this? Uh, pretty accurate. No, they say cute little mouse. Oh, no. He can't do it. Yeah, why would we? That's not what I hear people say when when they see a mouse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cute little guy. He's like Puss in Boots. Oh, you call me cute? No one expects anything from Puss in Boots until he pulls out his sword and starts mocking people. Until he's triggered, really. Yeah. Okay. You have just spoken with Arta. You are still in the Drokta, that large stone structure that the lizard folk use as a common place. It is the early hours of, well, no. It's it's the middle of the night, but it's like 1 or 2 o'clock. So, I mean, I guess it's the early hours of the morning. Okay. That follows. Yeah, no, I... That's you. what we're going with. What would you like to do? Okay, well, last I spoke with Arta, she said that someone would draw, like, a map for me, kind of just give me a idea of where I'm headed. Yeah, so that younger lizard folk adolescent, the one that was with that woman who helped Arda off of the, the off of Jack Bauer, mm-hmm. she and the adolescent boy are there and he has drawn you subsequent map. Okay. It looks like the, the Bullywug encampment is no more than two kilometers away. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Jesus. The Bullywugs just don't enter the mangroves. So that's their. That's why they're not could, hunting down the lizard folk in their homes. You could okay. scurry there in a few minutes. It wouldn't take you very long at all. Realistically, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes, it's the, it's the kilometer and, and a half in the open marshes. That's the problem, right? Where they could possibly see you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless you got to figure out what to do with Jack Bauer. But I leave it all up to you. What would you like to do? Okay. Well, uh, Jack Bauer is going to stay at camp. Stay at camp. Yes. Okay. He well, is, is now a. Uh, is now a huge target. He's a target, yeah. And they will definitely see him, and I don't want him to get hurt, so uh, I think it's best if I leave him behind. We're leaving Jack Bauer behind, ladies and gentlemen. This is odd. We're dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a stealth game, baby. 
Oh god, um, we are dead. <laughs> are you sh- like? I don't mean to question you, but not even bring him along as backup. Not even like in your moment of desperation. I call upon Jack Bauer, and he kind of comes in and mucks things up. Yeah, what if we're all dying? Oh, uh, you kind of want that yourself. hail mary. Oh please! <laughs> like you, show me one time you've escaped from chains. I've escaped many times. <laughs> I get put back in them afterwards. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, you were saying. I apologize. Okay. Well, you know what? Maybe I'll have a little chat. I'll chat about and see what he thinks. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to get his opinion in this. And I just, you know, I'm the Beastmaster, but I see him as an equal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he's an equal. Not in intelligence. And he's definitely stronger than you. Well. <laughs> well. <laughs> no, oh. Fievel, what's your intelligence, Fievel? Plus one? Plus two? Minus one? Minus two? I think we're... Minus three. I remember minus two. We're right at a zero. We're okay, so you're smarter than Jack Bauer, but oh. just barely. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jack Bauer is sitting at the edge of the lizard folk town. He looks to you with four eyes, oh. and you hear him think, What would you like, Beastmaster? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll uh, walk over to him. Yeah. You'll guac. Oh, sorry, guac, guac. Mm-hmm. Once, uh, once I arrive, I will, I will ask him. I ask for his opinion and say, "Look, got a mission here. Mm-hmm. Don't want you to get hurt, but I'm kind of afraid." <laughs> he senses your fear. <laughs> his response is something akin to, "We take this together. We do this." To-. Imagine like those episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh. Where the entire time Yugi and Kaiba are battling together, oh. and Yugi's all like, "Kaiba, we have to work together. Only teamwork and friendship can make this work." And Kaiba's like, "I'm the brightest duelist there ever was, Yugi." <laughs> yeah, I sure feel like your, Yugi. Your right toad's now. being Yugi. He needs. He's saying, you know, we can only do this together. Okay, friendship. I explained to him that it's it's a stealth mission at first, so I'll have you like kind of hang back, and if things go south, then that's where you come in. Okay. So I think your toad understands. You guys do have telepathy. He's gonna stay back, maybe as far like as far as you want him to. Yeah. And then you know if he hears things getting uppity, he just hops in there as quick as he can. Pounce. What he does? Yeah. No, I think he hops. No, no. I don't know. Panthers pounce. Tigers pounce. Jack Fro- Bauer pounces. <laughs> God, is that is that canon? <laughs> no, but I'm gonna allow it. <laughs> Okay, so what's your next move, Fievel Mazentov? Okay, I'm gonna see if I can find a shield in this place. A shield? A shield. A little mi- mini shield that will kind of, you know, help block some arrows. Some- I don't know about a mini shield, but there are shields inside Ooh, the drop. It could block pad. your whole body. <laughs> it could block your entire body. Wow. There uh, is a stand. I don't know how you're gonna carry a shield in when you're sneaking in. Oh, just strap it I have an idea. You strap do. your whole toad in shields. So you goes up by like a hundred. Genius. A shield toad. <laughs> if this toad was wearing armor, that'd be kind of fucking awesome too. Things to consider later I've, when you have... I, I have actually already jotted that down. I'm like, things to get for Jack Bauer. I watched him. He just jotted it down. Armor. Laser vision. Laser vision. <laughs> Rocket boots. <laughs> Jetpack. A little bit. Imagine if he was like the engineer homebrew class and he had a toad. Oh um, just how he'd deck out the toad. It would be like <laughs> a Blastoise toad. <laughs> Anyways, you were looking for a shield. There is a stand made of wood inside the Drogtha and a lizard folk woman 
is tending to it. My weak spot. <laughs> Sitting lazily on a stool of some kind with her feet up. She's twirling a knife in her hands. Hmm. I uh, assume I can't see over, so I'm just going to knock on the, uh, I guess, the yeah. whatever is crafted okay. there. Yeah. All right. So you knock on it, something like that. Yeah. And a green lizard face peers over the counter at you. The large eye, you can see the pupil kind of dilate, look at you, lock in on you, essentially. And in a slithering type of voice, asks, what can I do for you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Damn. (laughs) You thought Arda was hot. I tell her that I'm looking for a shield. I'm wondering if she has any in her inventory. She looks at you up and down and says, could you even heft one of my shields? Little boy. Ooh, may seem little, but, uh, oh, little, eh? The, the, the might does show once, once needed. Once triggered. <laughs> <laughs> she pulls off a windshield from the side of the stand off of these metal hooks that are in it and hands it to you to try. <laughs> okay, so I'm assuming I attempt to grab it. Yeah, you can, yeah, you grab it. Okay, like yeah. I, I can hold it. Mm, you hold it. It's a little large, but. I mean, you're able to hold it. Can I ask her if she can, like, reduce the circumference? Is that, <laughs> is that a thing? She's not a blacksmith. Oh, can I do it myself? Are you a blacksmith? I can try. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is it is wooden, so I guess... They're taking it apart right now. <laughs> before you bought it. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a little touch of it. it. Okay, well, I tell her I'll take it. She has a smaller shield. It's made of metal, though. Oh. It's more of like one of those, they're like I believe they're called boucliers. Maybe I'm pulling this out of my ass. But it's, it's smaller, and it's got a rounded, bulbous part in the middle, and then a smaller, imagine like those World War II helmets. Okay. It looks kind of like that. And it was originally used for people who used rapiers, and it was like a small shield that was meant to literally be a very precise parrier. But for you, it looks like a regular shield. Okay. Sure. I'll hand her back the wooden one. Okay. On my tippy toes, just kind of like attempting to hand it to her. Yeah, she grabs it. Okay, cool. Thank you. Smiling, snickering a little bit as she does. (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) Don't laugh at me. (laughs) I have struck. I've killed for less. (laughs) (laughs) He has killed for less. And then I ask her about the uh, bouclier. I I throw in the French name there because you seem to be a fan of that. She tells you that it's 25 gold pieces. Mmm, that's most folk are not rich. <laughs> I'm rich. Not anymore. I will be again. <laughs> okay, well... She says you can also trade items. You can yes. engage in a trade. Let me... Let or maybe see. you can do like a monthly plan, installments of 2 GP a month for the next... <laughs> four years. <laughs> um, banking online is so easy. <laughs> okay, well, tell her what. I'll, I'll give her the 10 that I got. 10 GP. Okay. Yeah. And I'll say, I'll be back with the rest. <laughs> Look, what? Everyone, <laughs> roll me a charisma. Actually, role play it for me and then roll me charisma. Why do you deserve this? Okay, shield? so I, I, I put the 10 on the, I guess, the flat surface there. Yeah. And I empty out my pockets. Mm-hmm. I'm like, look, I, I don't really have anything else to trade in that would be of worth right now. I'm about to go on a little adventure and then return here. And since I do owe you now, I will be in the search for 
weapons or money or anything I can find. Roll me a d20. <laughs> Interference. That was a two. Okay. Yep. Plus two. She looks you up and down. She says, little mouse boy, no, that's not how anything works. My mom <laughs> is dead. <laughs> she asks you where you're going. Uh, I tell her I am going to uh, attempt to rescue the captives not far from here in the Bullywood camp. Okay. She seems to like the idea of that. She looks at you and says, the Bullywood king keeps many treasures. If you find gold and silver, you'll pay me 30 on your return. A man can do that. Or sorry, a mouse can do that. <laughs> I was about to say she was about to make a. She was about to call you out there, but you are not a man. Manly mouse. Okay, she hands you the shield and says that she'll take the ten gold pieces for now. Run, deal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what would you like to do? Uh, now that I have that bouclier, we are gonna head to the Bollywood camp. Your giant toad is accompanying you for now. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's roll to see what happens. You make it. Oh, God, that's perfect. You make it right out of the mangroves without any issue. Oh. You know, middle of the night, you see some large snakes, constrictors, slithering through the water and in between the roots of the trees, which are slightly elevated above the ground. You also see all manner of night creature, owls, cooing in the distance. Ooh. Ooh. you. (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) You also see bats and other such nighttime animals. As you walk through this, the mangroves, but other than that, you are unaccosted by anything treacherous. You make it to the edge of Rofton Moor, the swamp lands, the marshes that are very expansive, and the moon hangs high in the night sky, and it illuminates everything in a very pale light. You hear the crickets and the sounds of the marshes, and it's a very calm evening. In the distance, far away, you do see lit torches, it's funny because when you were walking in the marshes before, you hadn't noticed the Bullywood encampment, most likely because it kind of blends in with the surrounding drabness of the swamp. But now at night, you see lit torches in the distance. The map almost seems unnecessary. You know where you're going. I throw it. <laughs> <laughs> I know where I'm going. I've been lost in the swamp for three seasons now. <laughs> if only I had that map. <laughs> God, where am I? <laughs> how do I get back? <laughs> okay, so I can see the encampment now. How far away am I? You're about a kilometer and a half away. It's just that, there, I mean, this is like... Yeah, you, like you can see plane. dim light. Yeah. In distance, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll keep moving. Ooh, yeah, let's move to like half a kilometer away. Okay, so you move to about 500 meters away, and you begin to see, as was drawn for you on the map, an outline of the Bullywug village. You see a large tower, which is directly, like you're facing it directly, and that's the closest structure to you Okay. on the outside of the town. You see torches lit at the top of it as well as around the bottom of it, and you hear mostly silence. It appears that the party that we have been discussing earlier that the other two had attended has kind of died down. People have gone to I did to not sleep. attend. <laughs> oh, you attended. You were just chained up. What would you like to do? So that's where I'm going to tell Jack Bauer to kind of like stay put, okay. be at the ready. He does so. He waits. And I'm actually going to cast a spell. Oh, fantastic. Yes, I'm going to cast Pass Without a Trace. Can you 
explain the mechanics to the listeners who may not know what Pass Without Trace does. And the players that do not. I, I wrote it all down. You don't know what Pass so Without Trace does? We're going to get a full description. Quick, get him! <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a pretty cool spell. A veil of shadows and silence radiates from you, masking you and your companions from detection. For an hour, each creature you choose within 30 feet of you, including yourself, has plus 10 to the bonus to their decks. Which would be like your stealth checks. It's Holy actually only it's actually only relating to stealth checks. That is ridiculous. Um, I'm pretty sure it does. It's not like pass without trace helps you with your rapier if you're really good with rapier. Yeah, no, so it I, helps I understand you with that. Yeah, like dexterity versus dexterity for stealth purposes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you you can't be detected unless magic is used. So like you don't leave footprints behind or anything. That's yeah. sweet. So no one knows you were there. Oh, huh, cool. Yeah. So you detect pa- you you detect pass without trace you. Cast past without trace. What now? Do you have a Mazenthrop? Just gonna walk right in. <laughs> Confident. <laughs> Tail wagon. What are you actually going to do? See, I can cast it on me and anyone 30 feet from me, so I'm gonna cast it on Jack Bauer as well. But okay, he but he won't be within 30 feet within 30 feet of you. Oh, yeah, true. They have to be within 30 feet of okay. you for the effects to, because the Veil of Shadows is emanating from you. Yeah. Yeah. True. Okay. Give him a little taste while I walk away. <laughs> Don't want to leave him hanging, you know? He probably didn't even notice. Jack gets a taste for Veil of Shadows, and he likes it. <laughs> he wants more. He wants more of it. Just come with me. No. <laughs> I can hear it, but I cannot see it. <laughs> okay, so he stays put, and mm. I'm just going to walk at normal speed towards the camp. I'm not worried. You're not worried? No. I feel like I may have to explain this to you. You can be seen with Pass Without Trace. Yeah. People can see you, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, I'm, I hope you know that. I'm, I'm walking at a normal pace, but it'll be stealthy, <laughs> if that makes sense. Or how? Tell me what distance you'd like to walk to away from the camp. Can you give me the distance of, like, the gate? Is the tower, like... There are no gates. There are no walls. Oh, it's just... There's just these towers. Okay, so how far away is the first tower? 500 meters. Okay, so... As we previously discussed. So, you know what? Let's walk the 400 normal, and then once we get to that point, then we'll walk a half speed and do some stuff. So, you walk the first 400 meters. Yeah, you're good. Nothing seems to happen. No alarms are raised, and now you're 100 meters away from the nearest tower. What would you like to do? I'm going to drop down the speed, and I'm going to stealthily make my way past the tower. Past the tower. You're going to make it to... We're going to run you to the base of the tower first. Okay. You're going to need three successful stealth checks. Okay. One at 40 feet, one at 20 feet, and one directly below the tower. Oh, no. So, uh, 13. Successful on the 40 feet away. 22. 22. So, yeah, you're insanely stealthy. 17, right under. You are not seen. You hear the chatter of bullywugs atop the tower. Okay. Croaking and talking to each other. Should I do a perception check to see how many are up there? Yeah, the angle's a little bit iffy. Okay. But, I mean, I would have suggested doing it about 40 feet ago. Um, listen. Oh, yeah. What if I listen and just, like, you can estimate, I can estimate to see how many, like, croak, different types of croaks there are, I guess. Okay. You're not a croak master, but... Uh, 16. Uh, plus your intelligence. Zero, so still 16. You think that there's no more than three, probably two. All right, well, I'm going to continue. So, like, so I'm now past the tower. And mm. In front of you, you see a maze of houses, huts. They are placed at odd intervals. There's no real main road on this side of the village that you can see. It looks like you're going to have to either 
go around or walk through these residential buildings. Okay, I'll go around then. Uh, to the right or to the left? To the left. Okay, the left is... To the left, to the left. Everything I own in a box to yeah. the left. Okay, <laughs> to, the left we, to the left we go. Uh, so, thanks for the stealth roll. <laughs> You're going to need a stealth roll for the first 20 feet because you can see, that hasn't seen you yet, on the outskirts of the village there is a bullywug who is standing about 20 feet away from one of the residential houses. He's taking a piss. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know I could do that. That's uh, so a 23. Nice. Super stealthy. So, you're about 40 feet from him. I'll even shake it for him. <laughs> you won't even know I did it. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah, so... This feels great. You're 40 feet from him. The torchlight is kind of dancing off of his back, which is very slimy. And you hear the sounds of urination. That's all I had to say there. So you're looking at me like I should be telling you more. Yeah, I wanted that's to That's literally more. all I got. Okay, so I've... I've made the bend to the left there. So what's ahead of me now? I still have you on the outskirts. What are you laughing at? <laughs> uh, I'm thinking about wasting a spell for a troll. <laughs> Do it. Okay. <laughs> so I have this, this cool spell that's create or destroy water. <laughs> and I'm thinking of just either evaporating his piss or I'll just create water like right above him and it'll just splash down. Wait. Evaporate all the water in his bladder, bladder, so that he's only peeing straight urine. That would, I'm pretty sure that would burn. <laughs> Is that how that works? I don't know, but I, I feel it would be comfort. Yeah. I feel like if you evaporate the urine in his bladder, he's going to just not have to pee anymore. That's well, my simplistic understanding of how yeah, maybe. a bladder works. Maybe. All right, so we're just going to drench him, make him nice and moist then. He's already moist, but go for oh. it. You won't even know. Okay, so you're going <laughs> to use a spell slot to create water on top of this dude. How much water can you create? Ten gallons. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Why don't you give it to the slaves? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Provoked. What's the range Triggered. of create water? That's important to know, the range. Yeah, well... I thought it would take a lot less time than this. I'll take... Uh, I can't I'll take useless spells for 200. <laughs> 30 feet. Okay, so you need to get 10 feet closer. Right. One more stealth check, please. 13. Okay, so the pissing bullywug stops, and then he kind of like looks around left and right as though he heard something, but he's not sure what direction it came from. Shrugging his bullywug shoulders, mm. he then continues to piss. He's got to go. I was going to say, he's, he's been drinking <laughs> a lot. He's going to get drenched now. Okay. He's going to cast his spell. I just want to know how close you are to him and how much water you actually create. So 18. Nice. So 10 gallons of water drops on the volume. <laughs> <laughs> he seems to be very pissed. He He's looking around angrily. He's hopping like from side to side. What? Where? What? Where? And you can't understand the language that he's speaking, but it sounds like a lot of curse words. He then looks to the direction of the, the village, understandably, like the only direction where someone could foreseeably pour water on him from. Yeah. And he's going to do a perception check to see if he sees you. Oh, wow. But he does not, because he rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> so you're still, you're a pretty small creature. You're awfully furry. You're not very bright or colorful in any way. 
and you got your pass without trace. So he just kind of glances over you in the darkness. He doesn't really see y'all. Should I do it again? Keep some of the spells. Okay, so, but he's he's not relaxed, so he starts to walk back towards the camp, but he's looking around and darting his head around constantly, but he does walk as though he's slightly inebriated. He perception checks again. He wants to find you. Still not finding you with a four. Okay. <laughs> I've had my laugh. I'm going to walk, keep walking around the outskirts. As you walk around the outskirts, you pass a very large tent. There are two bullywugs on the outside of this tent, even though there's no entrance on the back. It's just they, they seem to be guarding the back of this tent as though, like, you know, if someone wanted to... For those of you who, like, you guys know, but this is Vox's tent. Ah. They don't want someone just cutting into the tent and getting in the back way, right? I did not know that. VIPs. You don't know that, so you're not allowed to act as though you know it. No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't. Of course you wouldn't. Integrity, ladies and gentlemen. But there are two... I go and check it out. (laughs) (laughs) What could be in there? There's leaders in here. (laughs) It's a very large tent. It's over 40 feet long. But there are two billywogs spaced 20 feet apart and 10 feet from each corner. And they are looking out and back towards the swamp just to make sure that nothing makes its way here. Okay. You're going to have to either go around the lo- like into the swamp long way around so they can't see you, deal with them in a different way, or pass around the other side where there are foreseeably maybe no billywogs, more billywogs, who knows. You know what, let's go. Let's go see what's happening on the other side. So I'm going to need one stealth check from you as you kind of dart your way past. 17. Okay, so you make it. He does not notice you. To be fair, you're out of his field of vision, but you're kind of like, if he were to, like, peripheral and look directly to his left, you might have seen a flicker of a mouse tail. As it darts around a corner, you are, boom, smack dab in the face of a bullywug. He looks at you, and you look at him. Triggered. And he kind of doesn't, he doesn't seem to be a soldier. He just seems to be an average dude. He doesn't really have a spear or a weapon on him, but he's walking around the tent, going to probably one of those back residential areas. And as you sneakily walked across, you just kind of ran into him. And he's looking at you and you're looking at him. What would you like to do? Split second decision. Quick. I'm going to strangle him. Grapple check. He's at disadvantage because he's drunk. Okay. 18. He got a 13 and a 4. So he takes the four, plus his one strength, he's got five. So you beat him to the grapple check, he's on the ground. He's about to make a loud sound, what do you do? Squeeze tighter! <laughs> so you're choking him, you're choking his neck. Yeah. Okay, roll me a d20. 20! Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> okay, so his reaction to that 20 was a seven. So you begin to crush his windpipe. He can't breathe. He can't even, he, you see his legs are flopping, his frog legs are kicking in the mud, and you're just, in your mouse fury rage, you're just squeezing his throat tighter and tighter. That 20, my friend, that 20, he eventually, the frog legs kick no more. Oh There's one shit. small, small kick in the mud, and it's still. That's okay. what you for staring at me, bitch. He's gonna croak. Take 50 experience points. You did croak <laughs> for savage murder. <laughs> murder she wrote. Looks what? like it. Looks like it's frog legs for dinner. God. There's a lot of cool names I could give for that. XP, uh, but TBH. Not. We just had frog legs for dinner. You did. Yeah, I heard about that. How was it? I didn't really like it. <laughs> Justin said it was good. It tastes like chicken, but I, I just don't like know the, how I feel about I that. Like the thought. I don't like the thought of eating a frog. That's fair. Frogs are cute. I don't like eating octopus because I think that they're super cool. Or squid. I think they're also very cool. 
Crabs, I'm fine with. Crabs are dicks. Crabs deserve to die. Yeah, that's them. So, you just strangled a bullywug frog. What would you like to do? His body is lying in the mud. Is there a spade around him? <laughs> Roll me a d20. Is he right beside the pen? He's right beside the pen. <laughs> Shove it oh, under the pen. <laughs> <laughs> that was the alarm. Okay, uh, so the big tent's on the one side. What's to the other side? The other side is small. There's two tents that are about 12 to 15 feet away. Is there barrels or anything? Wait, you still have your darkness thing on. Can you cast it on him or whatever? The pass without a trace? Shadow, yeah. Yeah, I think that works for living creatures who have dexterity. This creature has no more dexterity. It's dead. Wake huh? up! <laughs> Come on, buddy. I was just kidding. <laughs> I start to give the bully book CPR. <laughs> well, <it's funny>. Resuscitate <laughs> him, starts to croak, <laughs> chokes him out again. What are you doing? Another 50 experience <laughs> points. I'm just going to mock it. <laughs> <laughs> no. What would you... Okay. Um, like barrels? Yeah, like barrels or like... Uh, Roll me a d20. Cloth that I could just cover him up. Three. Wow. Okay. You find no barrels. Let me paint you a little mental word picture, okay? So you're right alongside this large tent. Connected to that tent, I mean, not really connected, but immediately in front of the tent is a very large wooden structure made of logs. It's first, I mean, it's not solid, it's hollow. Okay. Okay. This, as you kind of peer around the corner, you see that this, it has that, a stump that's a throne on it. Oh, God. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> There are spaces in between the wooden logs of the the platform, the riser, that you could slip him through. There's also a throne that you could put him on. Yeah, put him on the throne. Oh my god. Do it. I want to. <laughs> Alright. Maybe later. You can you can hide him. What if I just cut him up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm beginning to question your morale. Eat him. What is your and you, okay? What is your alignment again? Jesus. Do you mind sharing with the group? Uh, like chaotic. You're definitely evil. chaotic, but you're not evil. No, it's chaotic neutral. Uh, I don't know if you'd chop him up, would you? I could die. Is you could, but you could. His also, lifeless eyes are staring at him funny. You could also I like you can also hide the body. I think chopping him up is more work. Mouse hasn't eaten in days. <laughs> you just ate. <laughs> You told me you had a ration before you had a nap. <laughs> Stop it, because I gotta fill itself. Okay, what would you like to do? Okay, so the the logs, like that little spot that you were describing, I'm gonna attempt to throw him in there. Okay, push his body through. Yeah. Okay, you're just gonna need a strength check to pull his body. You're doing the underarm carry, over the arm carry, fireman's carry, between the leg carry. Dragging him. Drag between the leg. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Classic little dipsy doodle action. Yeah. Dipsy doodle yeah. action. God, that was a 16. Nice. So you have enough strength to pull the bullywig through the mud. It makes kind of a slurping sound. Maybe I'll pop a hole in him so it doesn't do that. That's not how. It, that's not how anything works, and that's not going to solve that problem. You're right beside the the riser, the platform where the throne is on. Uh, and you can see that underneath it, it just there, it, there, you see a couple slugs, you also, but you also see some foliage. It just looks like an untended area under there. They didn't pile logs, they just made a, a box kind okay. of, covered it, the top of it, and this, the sides kind of. But you could easily slip them through one of those holes. Yeah, let's, let's shove them in there. Roll, roll me one more strength check. 
18. You know that scene where Peter Griffin has the frog and he poked the holes in his back so he could breathe and then he has the cardboard box and he's trying to like get it into the, <laughs> the window? It's the opposite of that. You just get the frog through there. <laughs> you don't actually have all that droppage. What would you like to do now? Well, let's let's head back to where I was before I was rudely interrupted. <laughs> okay, so you head back 10 feet. You're back 10 feet. Okay. The tent's right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Can I just like take a little peek? Inside? Not in the tent. Like I'm on. Here's the wall, and I'm on the like the right side of it. Yeah. And this is like that common road that I avoided at the beginning, right? Or was it? I wouldn't call it a road. Yeah. Yeah, it's a path. Okay. I'm just gonna like peek. The best way to peek, I would suggest, is to be to to return to that area where you push the frog into the riser into the platform and just walk another five feet forward because the tent and that structure are like one. Oh, okay. So to look at the entirety of the camp itself, you're probably going to need to peek around that corner itself. Okay, let's do that. Roll me a stealth check, please. Unless you don't want to do it stealthily. 28. Nice. So you are inhumanly stealthy, (laughs) in-mousely stealthy. You are next level. As you peer around the corner, you see a very large open area. There are a couple of wooden tables with stumps that have been used as chairs. It looks like there was no attempt whatsoever to clean up after this party. Someone's going to have a doozy of a day tomorrow. Savages. That'll be me. What if I killed one of them? God. <laughs> you also see a wooden lizard folk, like a carved lizard folk target that has been made. There's a bunch of spears sticking out of it. I clenched my fist. It looks untouched. You think it was a bright lord that <laughs> was practicing on this. You also see across the way of this pretty much 40 foot diameter, because it's kind of like a circle-ish, this common area, this large circular open area in front of the throne. Across the way, about 40, 45 feet away from you, you see large wooden cages. One very large wooden cage, actually. That's where I'm heading. Okay, so you're going to walk across this open area? Yeah. Okay. Bold move. <laughs> yeah. You're going to need to roll me three stealth checks for 40 feet. reason being, ladies and gentlemen, is that there is two there are two Bullywugs on the platform. They're on the other side of the throne, so the opposite side of where you are. But they're in front of that doorway, essentially, that Vox uses to get from his, his chambers to the platform. So there's two there. There's also two in front of the gate, which you're walking straight towards, oh, wow. by the way. And then there's one that is over by these residential houses. His back is turned to you. You already said you're doing it, so walk. Roll the dice. No, I'm just kidding. If you want to, you don't have to roll. If you want to rethink it, never rethink. Ah, just do. I'm going to go all the way around. But there's two guards in the back, which which was the way I was going to go. But I mean, that would just be one stealth check. That would be two stealth checks. I mean, that's one less. Okay, yeah. Let's just let's head back to the outskirts on the left side then. Oh, okay, boring cool. Where those two bullywugs were facing out towards the swamp. So you're going to try and scurry past them. In, you're going to go into the darkness of the swamp and then go all the way around. How do you want to do it, I should be saying? I think I'm just going to risk going decently close to them. Okay. I feel like going around might get me into some trouble. Though. 10 feet, 15 feet? 15. Only two stealth checks. Okay. Okay, so you make it past the first guard. He doesn't notice you. 23. The, the second guard doesn't notice you either. Okay. As you scurry around and scamper, you are now walking past two other residential houses. No no movement, no bullywugs to note. But you're now on the other side of that throne riser. Okay. So you've walked around the other way. The cages are directly in front of you, but this time you're seeing the width of the cage, not the length, so you're seeing the shorter side. Mm-hmm. You still see the two bullywugs 
we're guarding the length of the cage that faces the throne area. Mm-hmm. All right. But you don't see any others guarding the cage. Okay. What would you like to do? So they're on the length side facing the throne. So can I go behind the cage? For sure. That will only require one self check. Six. Nice. You make it there, and you are now at the back of the cage. Josh. Tyson McKay, I should say. Hello? Upon Fievel's arrival, there are quieted whispers among some of the, the lizard folk. Very, very minimal, because most of the humans are sleeping. Okay. Literally only Vanta is awake. He was deliberating with Dereze before Dereze passed out. But now Vanta's eyes are open, and they're eyeing a creature which has appeared outside of the cage. What would you like to do? Yes, you're right, Sebastian. You can point at Justin. <laughs> it is him. I look to see what the guard, if the guards see him. Already 20. So eight? They don't appear to have noticed. Okay. I motion to the mouse. What kind of motion? Sorry. I, like, wave him. Oh, over. like a come hither kind of. Yeah. Ooh. Speak, squeak, speak to me. <laughs> is that the actual language that they yeah. speak? Squeak, speak? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure that's that's I can understand exactly what it is. Wait, can you, can you speak all languages? Any spoken language. <laughs> languages I cannot. That's fair. So, Fable Mazenthrope, you see a human with fiery red eyes beckon towards you. He says, like, uh, you know, come hither motion. I'm not here for you. <laughs> he says to you, freeing only the lizard folk and leaving you behind. <laughs> I, no, I, I approach. Okay. I, I stay silent, though. This is now player-to-player interaction. I'm going to actually take a step back and let what happens, happens. You guys now determine the plan. You decide what's going to go down. It's up to you. I go, most man. Where did you... Where did you come from? Around. <laughs> I love how much you're giving him to work with. Continue. I, I don't I don't know what you mean by around. You're a stranger. Why would I tell you? You could be with them for all I know. I will scream, so help me, God. <laughs> I'm out of here then. <laughs> I will point and I will tell them. <laughs> Jesus, it's been 35 seconds and you guys can't even fucking work together. <laughs> He's giving me nothing. He's asking me personal questions. <laughs> oh my God. Oh no shit. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you had wondered up until this point why we hadn't just all started together in a tavern or something. This is why. <laughs> the longer we could milk not being in the same area, the better the pot would go. And now that we've gotten together, it's obviously gone to shit. Yes, Fievel, he's going to ask you personal questions. and They're not even personal. Yes, Tyson McKay, he's probably not going to give you a lot, okay? It's fucking Fievel. Stranger danger, yeah. Jesus, you hit on every lizard tail that looks your way. Well, you know, show a little skin and see what happens, right? Or a little scale. <laughs> oh. Okay, continue. All right, I, I ask him what his business here is. He said I'm here to rescue the lizard folk. Are these ones? <laughs> <laughs> Say, I'm assuming so. <laughs> How do you not know which ones? I don't have time for this. <laughs> uh, you do, since I'm in the same cage as them. I just stay in the corner while I'm going to cut a little hole here and we'll just all crawl out. <laughs> Yo, Vanta, do you know this guy? Uh, Vanta looks to you and shakes his lizard folk head, but he looks to Fievel and says, Why are you freeing us? Arta sent me. His eyes kind of light up. He says, Arta, is she not here? She wasn't able to make it. Got attacked before our journey here and she's now resting. The name drop of Arta seems to be enough for Vanta to be like, Okay. So he says, what's your plan? Well, <laughs> <laughs> this little right. tiny mess, folks. It's like a hobbit. Well, <laughs> I've got a plan. Well, you're all within 30 feet of me. So uh, just stay close and... How long has it been? 
It's been less than an hour. Okay. Just yeah, it's sure. been like 15 minutes okay. in game. Alright. So yeah, just. The stay. strangling part took the most time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I say stay close to me and I'll worry about the rest. Okay. Okay. Banta looks to you and says, We are still in a cage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you are currently cloaked, so make do. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Make I, do. Wait. Can I perception check for a rock? Like inside the cage? No, no, outside, in front of the cage, like where the bullywigs are. Roll me d20. Well, they just use their knives they have to cut. Seven. Yeah, it looks like that open area has been trampled a lot. It looks like there's a lot of walking, a lot of guacking going on there. Mm-hmm. I look for a decently big size rock. There are no rocks there. <laughs> it looks like they've cleared it of all those yeah. sharp rocks that would hurt their bully wood feet. What about any large stumps or sticks? No way, there are stumps at the tables. Ooh. There's a stump not but seven feet. How heavy would you say they are? A stump? Yes. Oh, it's over 40 pounds. Some would say, some would say more. That's double me. Especially filled with, it's probably filled with moisture. In fact, you know what? I'm the DM. It is filled with moisture. Never mind. <laughs> I've decided. Never mind. <laughs> no, never mind about the stump. I've yeah. just created a fucking... Never mind. I know, but I can only Fuck lift five this. pounds. No one... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be a problem. How many, how many bully moves are around? There's two that are backs to the cage on either side of the cage door. Okay. There are then two that are 25 to 30 feet away. They're up on top of the platform. Okay. Backs to... Vox's tent. No, fronts oh. to you. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Their job is to guard the front of the tent, though. They're not really focused on prisoners. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Alright, Mouse, what's your plan? Well, don't really have anything that can cut through this, and I'm not able to lift much. I mean, I can burn it down if you want me to. It's might, wet wood. Might kill a few people. Not gonna risk it. Okay. <laughs> there are other strategies. Think outside the box. Or, I mean, it's not even really that outside the box. There's a Bright Lord somewhere in this town. <laughs> he is, uh, I mean, he's kind of a dick, but he... He seems like he wants to help people. Nah, just call me a dick. You don't know this. <laughs> if you're not there, you, you wouldn't have access to that information. Also, slightly slightly less outside the box. Think pressed right up against the box. The keys to the guards? Oh my gosh, look at that. Just a little bit of leading, just a little bit of railroading, and I get you every time. Push right. down a tree onto the cage. What go. the fuck? <laughs> fuck the stump. Okay, I perception check for the keys on one of the guards. Roll me d20. So five, so nine. That's enough to see that there is a sole key hanging from the guard on the right. Okay. On the right side of his body, on his right hip. Okay. Want me to choke him out? (laughs) (laughs) You're vexed. No, what is wrong with you? (laughs) He's a serial killer. I'm, uh... You don't know. I'm going to try and steal the key. Okay, roll me one stealth check and then one sleight of hand. One pickpocket check. Do I get his bonus because he's got his cloak? Do you no. allow him to have... Because you have to choose which creatures within your 30 feet have it. He shakes his head now. <laughs> no, I get caught, I'm yelling. There's the mouse. <laughs> you got him. <laughs> yeah, I'll give him... Uh... Okay, you now have plus 10 to your stealth checks. Nice. Okay, so I go to, go to steal some stealth. 23. Nice. So you stealthily crawl up behind the bullywug on the right. He does not notice you. Okay. I attempt to steal it. Okay. You're going to lift it off the hook, huh? Yeah. Just lift it right off his... Yeah, I get you. Quietly. Everyone, let's take a moment to remember Josh as he was <laughs> before the bully woke stabbed him in the face for trying to steal the key. Continue. <laughs> why, why would they stab him in the face? Who knows? I'm not going to know. I don't know. Pretty good at this. I guess so. 
Slide a hand. <laughs> Try it. I don't want to. No, I'm okay. <laughs> I don't mean to. I don't mean to tell you that you can't. Like, I mean, I think you should. I it's a good idea. Way. Oh, it's ounces. It's like. It's... I catapult it. <laughs> <laughs> Just. <laughs> no, I I try to steal it though. Okay. Seven. You're unsuccessful. Mm. Not only that, but your hand rattles the key. Oh boy. The bullywig looks down. And then looks at your hand and grabs it with his slimy hands, or at least tries to. So it's going to be a dexterity check for both of you. Fifteen. Okay, he beats you. Oh, the sixteen plus I believe it's two. No, I believe it's one. So he beats you regardless. Okay. Grabs your hand with his slimy hand, and then he says, <laughs> "I can." You understand it. It says, "This fucking bitch just tried to steal the key. Quick, say, open the cage and get him." I say, "What did you call me?" <laughs> A fucking bitch. He says. <laughs> Wait, are you speaking Bollywood? Yeah, I'm speaking Bollywood. Well, then speak Bollywood. <laughs> awesome. What did you say? <laughs> I said, what did you fucking call me? <laughs> he responds, surprised that you speak his language. He says, I called you a fucking bitch. <laughs> Jeez, that's harsh, man. <laughs> you tried to steal my key, you rotten prisoner bastard. I was not. I was trying to steal your sword. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, grab it. Wait, you're trying to steal his sword? Yeah, I grab his sword. <laughs> <laughs> Roll me. I guess it would be also... A- a pickpocket check, but this time no stealth. You're just trying to grab it from it. Yeah. Roll me d20. Seventeen plus three. Yeah. So he doesn't react <clears throat> at all well, and by that I mean a four. Nice. <laughs> so you pull his sword out of his sheath, and I stab it through his. Throat. It's actually not a sword; it's a dagger. But I mean, you—it's the heat of the moment. You thought it was going to be a sword. It's actually just a dagger. You heard me. I stab it through his throat. I yell, "Gag him before they croak!" <laughs> <laughs> the other bullywug has noticed at this point. He's like, "Is they feel? We'll get him." Or whatever your name is. Mouse guy, get him. Okay, well, I'm gonna run around the cage and <laughs> tackle him from behind with my trident through his spine. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Just murder. Fucking bloody murder. Okay, so you're stabbing him in the throat. Yeah. Roll me a d20. You are stabbing the other guy in the back with a trident I, you're running so around. So I have, uh, I guess I can't move 40. Oh, how far is it to get all the way around? If you went around from the side which you came, mm-hmm. it would only be 5, 10, 15. Okay. It'll only be 20 feet total that you're moving before you stab him. Okay. Yeah, let's do that then. Awesome. Wait, is it from behind or...? No, it'd be like from the side. It would be from the front. All right, let's just go for the... All right, I can't reach his throat. Is your trident? You can. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Josh, what did you roll? I rolled a 15. Plus... Okay, so 16 then. Nice. Okay, you stab him in the chest. Ooh, awesome. Roll me 1d4. It's a dagger. Uh, four? It's a four. Plus two. Awesome. He takes six damage. Nice. He lets out a squeal of sorts. Oh, God. Okay. Justin, you scamper around 20 feet, and then you stab the other one in the chest. But you miss, wildly. Instead, you stab into the wood, and you awake the prisoners with the clap. Well, not you, but, like, I mean, all that's going on. It's now initiatives, people. Nice. Super cool, because you're inside a cage. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. You guys roll me your D20s. There'll be the two D20s for the two Billywigs. Yep. And then the two Billywigs that are a little bit far away are now witnessing what's going on. So they're about it. So they're going to hop in is, next uh, round. Is uh, Fan- Vanta, or is he going to jump in with his dagger? Vanta's going to, if he can reach through the bars, yeah, he's going to try nice. and hop in. Okay. All right, cool. One Bullywook has a 17. The other one has a 6. I beat him, I got 19. You're rolling too, Justin. Wait, you're in the cage? Yeah. I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> I love that voice. I have an idea. <laughs> oh, fuck, for sure those guys are going. Those two by the... Uh, 
by the 10, got a 5 and a 1. <laughs> wow. Yes. Uh, I have a 16. So currently, the order is Josh, Bullywug who got stabbed in the throat, <laughs> then Fievel, and then literally everyone else. Vanta, actually. I forgot to roll for him. Vanta got a 2. Mm. So he's going second last behind that dude with the one. Mike Tyson, your turn. Yeah, so as uh, my bonus, I start gathering uh, gathering mana. Okay. And uh, so I'm going to roll for my spells. Right. Oh, so what did you get? I got uh, Dissonant Whispers and two Hellish Rebukes. Nice. So I guess I'll use one then. Can I ask a quick question before you begin? Sure. You bonus action gather mana, right? Yes. But you also bonus action use your elemental damage? Yes. I don't think you can do two bonus actions in a turn. Yeah, well, the at the beginning of the battle, I use the bonus action to use mana, so I, the first turn I won't be able to... Oh, right, because yeah. when you do gathering mana, it works for the next, yeah. like, what? Six turns. Eight seven turns? Turn. Yeah, something like that. Cool. Okay, just checking. Yeah. I'm not familiar. Okay, yeah, um, I mean, I'm not perfect with it either. Yeah, let's do it. So you got two Hellish Rebukes and Dissonant Whispers. Yeah, so I'm going to... Cash and cast. I'm gonna cash. I'm gonna cash. Oh my gosh, you're walking and <laughs> cashing all at once. Alright, so I notice one of the creatures on like the, the bullywugs on the tower. Yeah. So I cast Hellish Rebuke at one of them. Wait, on the tower or on the platform? Wherever the sixty feet away like uh, he's they're thirty feet away. Okay, yeah, if I can, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so I cast it on one of them. So he is right or left. Let's do the left one. All right, cool. He's going to roll the one. Nice. <laughs> okay. So they must make a dex saving throw and take 2d10 if they fail. What's the spell save? It's going to be 8 plus your proficiency plus your spellcasting modifier. 10 plus whatever your spell modifier. 13. Nice. So he just barely fails it. Wow. So that's... <laughs> he rolled a 12. 2d10 then. Awesome. So he takes 2d10 damage. 18. Nice. He dies. Boom. Oh. So the first Bullywug drops. Take 50 experience points. Solo kill. Nice. Good job. Ah, join the club. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next I, up. I felt the, the Bullywug's soul leave its body. <laughs> what? <laughs> next up is the Bullywug who you stabbed with a dagger. He attempts to grab his dagger back from you. Okay. Well move, but he doesn't want the prisoners having weapons in their hands. He rolls a six, though. Fourteen. So his slippery hands just can't get a hold of the dagger. <laughs> he backs away from the cage slightly and then calls for help. Oh, God. Quick, the prisoners are trying to escape in bullshit. I don't know. There's something else that he says, but... I yell out in, in goobly goobly gop. <laughs> it's blue. <book>. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> Roll me a charisma check. <laughs> That's <just> funny. <laughs> 18. <laughs> okay, you're... <laughs> it's more believable than his, the prisoners are escaping for some reason. <laughs> Prisoners are trying to escape. No, they're not. It's in Bullywug, so they might actually believe it. Yeah, they don't know I can speak it. Okay, but every Bullywug who's looking right now sees that. Yeah, it's no, obviously. Okay, next up is Fable Mazenthroff. Stabbing the other boy in the, in the chest again. Mm, I think I'm going to use my jump spell. On yourself. On myself. Nice. And I'm going to on the cage. And I'm going to hop on top of the cage. <laughs> nice. And then I'm going to gnaw on, on this wood to try and make a clearing for everyone else to get out. To hop through the top. But BT dubs, the cage is almost 10 feet tall. Make a pyramid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I'll, uh... I'm the mouse here. At least, at least I got a full freaking body, six feet of everything. I'll, I'll let it I'll let it happen. Okay, so you imbue yourself with jump. <laughs> yep. Roll me an acrobatics check for your leap atop the cage. So eight plus six dex. Yep. Fourteen. Nice, so you jump on top of the cage. 
because you have jump, mm-hmm. so it's actually not that difficult for you to do that. Nice. And now you're going to spend, well, you spent your action using jump, mm-hmm. so you're now atop the cage. Next up is Bullywug, who you tried to stab with the trident. He grabs a spear and tries to throw it at you as you're on top of the cage. Oh, wow. He rolls an 18. Oh, wow. Which is absolutely a hit. The damage is 2 plus 2. You take 4. Run, Fiamo. 4 damage. Run, Mossman, run. Actually, I lied. It's 2 plus 1. It's 3 damage. Apparently, Bullywug spears don't do that much. <laughs> Next up is your Bullywug boy who is on the right. So the one that you didn't hit with Dissonant Whispers. Yeah. He rushes forward and attempts to stab you. Oh, God. Through the cage bars. Ooh. Just attempting to th- put the riot down. Yeah. You know what I mean? 17. I believe it's a hit. I'm, all, I'm only in a loincloth. <laughs> you take 7 damage. Oh, boy. Wow. The Bullywug who you hit with... Oh, I guess the Distant Whispers one is dead, right? So that's that's not happening. Hellish Rebuke. <laughs> well, oh, you're going to use Hellish Rebuke on him. I already did. That was what I used. I used Hellish Rebuke on him. Sorry, I'm confused. The first um, guy I the killed. One. Wait, the one that rolled a 1. Wait, you killed him with Hellish Rebuke? Yes. You can't. Did you not use Dissonant Whispers on the guy? No. Oh, I thought you did. Hell Shabik doesn't work that way. Point your finger and that creature is damaged. You they have to have it attacked you, though. Ah. Uh, Rebuke? Ah. Uh, yeah. Words. Yes. We're going to let what happened happen. <laughs> you killed a guy. My bad. With Dissonant Whispers. You hurt me emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> you can use Hellish Rebuke on this guy right now. They hurt me, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is that spell, is Hellish Rebuke an action or is it a re- Like, what does it say? Casting time. It's a reaction. Cool, so you can use yeah. it right now. I could. Yeah. I will. You use your reaction hellish rebuke as he stabs you for seven damage. Roll me two d10s. Actually, he makes a dexterity yeah, saving throw, right? Giant saving throw. Cool. He makes a 14, so he only takes one d10. So he takes eight damage. He's not dead, but, you know, what are you going to do? Apologies, ladies and gentlemen. We're learning this, like, I mean, I'm not learning the spells, but, you know, we're all learning together, and that's what's important. Moving forward, Vanta tries to stab that dude who just stabbed you in the neck with his little tiny prison shank. Go, Vanta, go. So, he rolls a d20. It's a 13, plus his dex. It's a hit. Nice. Barely. He stabs him in the chest. It's not really a a great hit. We're going to treat it as a dagger because it's a prison shank. He does 2, plus 2, does 4 damage. And the Bullywug who stabbed you dies. Nice. A weakling. I mean, because Vanta's not going to get the XP, I'm going to give it to you. Ooh. You get 50. Okay. XP. Moving forward, it is your boy, Bullywug. No, it's your boy, Mike Tyson, take it away. All right. We're back so to the top. Use that spell. I, re- I uh, rolled my mana again mm-hmm. at the end of the last turn. Now I have Burning Hands, Catapult, and Dissonant Whispers. Yeah, I might as well just use Burning Hands and just flame the... There's two of them. There's two right there, right? Well, okay. There was... Because you killed the you killed the one far away, yeah, one close up. But there were two killed, other ones. Oh yeah, no, those are two are still alive. Yeah, so those two. I'm gonna cone it towards like at them. You can hit both of them. Yeah, it's a 15 foot cone. That's fair. So they have to make a dex saving throw. All right, the one on the left who was almost stabbed by you with the trident and threw his spear, he makes a dex saving throw, but he gets a four. He fails. He fails. The one on the right who was stabbed in the chest and then nothing happened to him after that. He rolls a two. Ooh, so they take three D six. Oh dear. Two. Two and five. It's nine. Nice. One? Nice. Nine as well. So they both take nine damage. The one who was stabbed in the chest dies. Ooh. Goes down. Nice. Another fifty XP. Congratulations. The one on the left is not dead though. The burning frog. <laughs> His legs singed and a little crispy. Looks like they'd be tasty. Oh, yummy. Begins to croak. The prisoners are actually legit escaping. Okay, he says, don't be fooled. I say, don't listen to them, he's drunk. No, this time his croak is audible and loud. There's a tower 
not but 20 feet diagonally away. It's the other tower in the, in the village. There's two. Yeah. This one is 20 feet away from the cage. Two bullywugs atop the tower look down, and they begin to sound a horn. Does a bright lord? We're going to insert a, a, a horn sound afterwards. It's better than No, no, sounds. I want that one in. That's <laughs> a stupid sound. Oh, gosh. If only I was a voice actor and a DM, how cool would that be? I'm pretty sure there is a podcast like that. Probably. Probably better so, than ours. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm not going to throw any shade there. They're pretty cool. I forget what they're called, though. I hope that doesn't throw shade if I don't know what they're called. <laughs> <I'm mentioning. laughs> Making enemies. Okay. Next up is Bullywug, who got stabbed and then flamed. So he's dead. Now it's up to you. All right. Fievel Mazenthrov. Atop the cage. Trident in hand. Question. Oh, gosh. Yes. How much can I gnaw in one turn? Not enough. <laughs> oh, God. Not, not enough. Every turn is about six to eight seconds of combat. Remember that. Yeah. So how much can you gnaw in six to eight seconds? See me on the farm. How much wood could a wood chuck chuck? If Robin's <laughs> beaver devours six inches of wood in 45 minutes, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty... <laughs> not enough is I'm going to go with the answer on that one. However... The, to- the frog that was just killed, the keys are on his waist. Jumping down. You could also death from above on the other uh, guy. Trident aiming down. Nice. I'm going to give you advantage because you're just going to leap down on him with your jump and death from above like Far Cry 3. Yeah. Or 4. 19. Roll again. See if you get 20. Oh, God, you didn't get 20. 19. Nice. So it's a hit right directly into his chest. And part- <laughs> the middle trident part actually kind of hits his trach, like his throat. Oh, I... Move it up and down, so place with his vocals. Okay, so with his you leap down, and your 40 pounds of weight, though not much, is nothing compared to the trident that is now sticking out of his chest. Roll me your damage. Five plus two, seven. Nice. He gurgles, dies on, and chokes on some blood. I choke him. <laughs> no, he's already dead. The rush! <laughs> Jesus. Take 50 experience points. Okay. Can I count, like, grabbing the key as, like, movement? No, that would be an action that's interacting with an object. Okay. You can ru- ru- walk over to the bullywug who had the key okay, and get that. ready to do that. All right. Awesome. There are currently no other bullywugs in the area. However, you fievel as you're staring the other way, and as the other prisoners who are frantically saying, They're coming, quick, hurry! would let you know. There are bullywugs descending down the tower. There are also some filing in between the houses. You see movement. Lots of bullywug activity. Probably not good for you guys. A, also, a, a, a sleepy-looking dragonborn kind of sways, swaying as he walks, exits his tent. He looks towards the commotion that's going on, and his reaction is to... Rush over. His reaction is to rush over. So you run over to all the people that are trying to escape. I'm actually going to do a perception check to see what the bullywugs are doing. Okay, roll me a d20. Nice, yeah, <laughs> 13. You can see behind the cage at the tower uh, that's closest to it, you can see three bullywugs climbing down, you know, foot first. They're climbing down. They got spears on their backs. They look like they're ready to take out whatever threat's there. And then you see as you... Because your your tent is actually directly to the right of Vox's tent. Okay. So you can actually see as Vox and four guards exit his tent. Oh, boy. Oh. He's carrying a very, very elaborate sword. It looks like he never wields it. <laughs> it looks very ceremonial. Let's test it out. But he's holding it and he's like, rawr, rawr, rawr. and I uh, look for the tra- prisoner scum is what it's translated to. Oh, Josh. No. I look for the translator. Yeah, only twenty. <laughs> As you try and peer and look for the translator, 
and like as you kind of like walk towards the podium to kind of get a closer look, you trip into a guard <laughs> who's rushing towards everything else. The guard gets upset and then points his spear at you. My hands, I was. <laughs> this is a mistake. He quickly recognizes you from the spear, the spear throwing contest and then rushes towards the central court area. Back to the main action goers. What would you like us. to do? <laughs> Are you going to grab the key? Or I'm grabbing the key. Okay, can okay. grab the key? Awesome. So, it is actually Josh's turn. If, unless you oh, want to yeah, just forego yeah. your turn in combat. There are four guards that are on the podium, 30 feet away. There are also three guards climbing down a tower, which is 25 feet away on the other side of the cage. I perception check any of the, the dead bodies and see if there's a, a knife on the ground or something. That... You have the knife that you stabbed. I know, stabbed. you heard me. You heard me right properly. I want to see if there's a knife on the ground. Another knife. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, roll me d20. 17. Uh, there's no other knives in the ground. There's spears. How much does a spear weigh? Uh, there's actually a little chart for that, but I'm pretty sure it's two pounds. I catapult the spear at one of the, <laughs> that one of the guys. Super <laughs> cool if that, if that follows. <laughs> I want that to work. <laughs> Weapons list. One second. I want to check the, the weight of the spear. Spear. 1 GP. 1 D6 piercing. 3 pounds. Nice. <laughs> I catapult that shit at uh, one of the guys on the throne. Roll me a D20. 20. Oh my oh, gosh. <laughs> They're all currently in a line filing and running out of Vox's chambers. You spear two oh, in the chest, nice. instantly killing both of them. Vox looks to his left like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and you hear him audibly in Bullywog saying, what the fuck? <laughs> Take 100 experience points. Oh shit. Plus 50 dopeness experience points. Okay. Actually, you can choose. You can either get 50 dopeness experience points or you can get an inspiration point. I'll take the inspiration point. Okay. Well, 50's nothing later on. <laughs> 50 is nothing. <laughs> you, as this happens, it's now your turn. Feel I, I grab the keys. Okay, and <laughs> you're going to unlock. Well, grabbing the keys in action, so you're going to have to wait another six to eight seconds. Josh, it's back to you again. Vanta can't do anything because all he has is little tiny hand knives. I, I yelled them out, so I say, hurry up! <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, and then, how far? They're, they're only like 30 feet away, right? Yeah. Okay, I cast Witch Bolt at one of them. Nice. Roll me a d20. Suppressing fire as the mouse tries to fumble the keys into the lock. <laughs> right range spell attack, okay. That'll be 13 plus 3, so 16. Nice. So you hit another frog on the podium. Oh, God. One of your damage is 1d10. 1d12. 1d12. Lightning I forgot damage. which bolt is super cool. So yeah. a cackling bolt of blue energy is surging in your hand. You shoot it off towards the podium. It smacks another frog in the, in the chest. That's eight. He takes eight damage. And on each of your turns for the duration, you can use your action to deal 1d12 lightning damage to the target automatically. As long yeah. as you still have... Oh, but I, I might as well just use my, my shock right now. You can use your shock. Yeah, yeah. so he takes three damage. Automatically? Yeah, automatically. Awesome. He dies. Nice. <laughs> I was like, he doesn't have that much health left, I might as well just kill him. Okay, another 50 experience points to Mike Tyson, who is currently carrying this battle. Holy tits. Well, not trying to save us. There is only one other Bullywug on the podium with Vox. Vox is screaming, What are you, you idiots? Get them! Get them! How, they're not even out of the cage and they're beating us. He seems really upset. And then he looks to the, to the Bright Lord, Did you have anything to do with this? Back in. You don't understand his speaking, though. He just... <laughs> 
Sub's I'm turn. still drunk. <laughs> okay, it's now your turn again if you have a I'm gonna unlock the lock. Okay, so you quickly turn the key, only one key on the chain, only one lock present, Thank and God. you swing the door open, and the prisoners quickly rush out. Everyone's running. Hey, yo, run for the swamps. <laughs> just every direction. <laughs> Are you guys gonna guide them at all, or is it just gonna be a fucking free-for-all? Uh, run to the... I don't know. Uh, or I, I... You should probably say something like, follow me. I talk to Vanta, I say, get get the prisoners to safety. Okay, so Vanta says, no, I stay here to fight. He looks to Dereez, and he says, Dereez, get them to safety. And Dereez quickly says, follow me if you want to live. <laughs> and then they, they rush out. Uh, I say, that was the dopest line I've ever heard. <laughs> Spear fire is is imminent and is thrown toward the prisoners. A grand total of one, two, three from the ones who are who have now climbed down the tower. Another one who is on top of the podium, and two more who are on the other side of this court. So one, two, three, four, five, six spears are tossed mainly towards the lizard folk and the humans who are rushing away. Damn, I drop every dice. What <laughs> fucking matters? I'll just grab one of the blue dice from Greece. Seventeen, a hit. Oh, God, Dereez is hit with a spear. Dereez, no. Another hit on a human. Oh, God. Another hit on a oh, human. God. A miss on a human. Another hit on a human. Fuck. <laughs> one, two, three, four. Two more, right? One more? You have four hits and one miss. Okay, so one more. Oh, my oh, God. A shit. Nat 20. <sighs> Dereez gets sniped. Oh, no, Dereez. You're supposed to least Spear to the head. He goes down. Sorry, boys. Another lizard folk takes his place. Says, follow me. And they all rush towards the exit. Let's see if the others survive, though. Yeah, the one, no, one of the, the first human who was hit, actually that gentleman, the one who helped you. Oh, nice. Give yeah. me a link, huh? Yeah, exactly. He He's fine. Just a small, small wound. Five plus one, six, alive. Okay. We're going with alive on the second one. Also alive. Ooh, not good. No. Yeah. A woman who's kind of trailing behind the group a little bit slower, she's picked off and dies. But the three of you, Vanta, Mike Tyson, and Shavel Mazenthal, as well as... Well, we're not sure which... I mean, you're just kind of standing there with your hands up. But you three are currently in this open area, middle of the town. There are Bullywigs surrounding you, six warriors and Vox. What would you like to do? Whose turn is it? It's mine? Or is it yours? You were, like, before me. Oh, okay. Isn't it, like, free-for-all? No, they're, they're... If you guys choose to continue combat, they're all going to roll initiative rolls. But if you choose to not continue combat and run, you're running. We could take them. I think so. Go back up nearby. Yeah, the three of us and Sab could jump in if you wanted to. I mean, Wagner. That would be the right thing to do. <laughs> okay, 14, 4, 2, 12, 8, and 15. Yeah. Currently, the standings are Josh, Fable Mazenthra, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 Bullywoods, then Vanta, then the last bullywog. What would you like to do? I am going to cast... How far is the tower away from us? Right now, because you're outside of the cage, it's 40-ish feet. Okay, I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers on uh, on one of the, the guys up top. Cool, so he's making a saving throw? Some saving throw. He rolls a 12 uh, plus 0. I'm higher than that. You're 13, right? Yeah. Awesome. So he takes 3d6 psychic damage and tries to get as far away as he can. So 11. He dies. Nice. <laughs> 50 experience points. Take it. Boom. Next up is Fiala Mazenthrow. Oh, yeah. What the, what the fuck, fuck was, was that? that? <laughs> he knows. Jack Bauer is coming. <laughs> you guys hear a thunderous sound. Oh, God. A blubbery body hopping through the swamp. 
boom. <laughs> well, it's like the Tyrannosaurus Rex in Jurassic Park. The water kind water of ripples. Yeah, the water of the swamp is rippling slightly as you hear the sound of a giant two-headed toad I rushing mean. towards you. He won't be there for two turns. In two turns, he'll be there. I bow down and say, the frog lord has come. <laughs> Vox is confused. No, um, so, but that is only speech, so you can still do an action. I'll just cast a bark skin on myself. Awesome. There is now... I can't share There is now a very, it's like 300. They're trying to blot out the moon with their spears. All right. Oh, one, two, three, four, five spears being thrown at you guys. Two at Josh, two at Fievel Mazenthrov, one at Banta. Josh, what's your AC? Uh, 11. Okay, so a hit with a 12, and a hit with an 11. Oh, God. Plus one. Fable A miss with a three, and a miss with another three. Lucky. And Vanta is a miss with a five. Josh, you take two plus one, three damage, and three plus one, four damage. So you take seven total. Okay. So you're up. We're down to six damage, or six health. Six health remaining. So that is all their turns, and they all advance, getting ready to pull out more spears as they do so. So, currently... There are four bullywoods within 10 feet of you guys. Ooh. Kind of making a circle. Four within 10 feet. The last one is on the other side of that cage. Looks kind of scared. Not really hopping in too soon. Okay. Back up to your turn. All right. You're still not doing anything, right, Lord? <clears throat> you're still just going to hands up? You don't know how this is going to go yet, so you're just going <laughs> to weigh your options. I got you. I'm going to take a step forward towards the group. One of the mm-hmm. Just one. Just yeah. one step. One step. And I'm going to cast Burning Hands. Okay, so yeah, come on oh. again. Uh, you're gonna be able to hit three. That's good enough. So they're gonna roll their deck saving throws: a twelve, an eight, sorry, a nine. I lied, and a twelve. So they all see you later, boys. Oh God, they all get damaged. <laughs> okay. Alrighty, here we go. They each take three d six fire damage. So two, six, five. So he takes eleven, thirteen damage. So the first one's dead. Four, six, six. Also dead. Three. One. This one might live. Five. Eight. Alive. <laughs> no. Three. One. Five. Nine. Still alive. And then I cast shock as a bonus <laughs> action. <laughs> Three damage. That's why the DM can't have this thing. Boom. He's dead as well. I flex on them all. You take 150 experience points. So, it is now your turn. If you have a Mazenthrop, there are, there's literally one left. <laughs> and Vox, currently. Okay. Well, I'm going to use Conjure Animals, and that doesn't count as an action. Nice. So, uh... Gonna do that. Alright, awesome. What are you gonna conjure? Do I decide what kind of beast it is? Yes. So so it says like eight eight of a quarter challenge rating, four of half. I'm gonna be really blunt with you right now. I'm looking at my timer and it says we have ten seconds left. Oh god. Or an hour and a half. Quickly stab someone with a trident. <laughs> stab someone with a trident. Let's do it. it. You got three seconds left. Trident stab. Oh my god. <laughs> a twenty. That is a perfect sound for that. That is a perfect sound for that. The jackpot? Yeah. <laughs> okay, a perfect 20. Wow, oh, that's crazy. Okay, so you rushed over to the guy who was kind of cowering, and you stabbed him with a perfect 20. Roll me double damage. It's, your trident's currently in his throat, though. Six. Oh. Times two. Twelve. Twelve, plus your proficiency. Fourteen. <laughs> He's fucking dead. <laughs> Take yourself 50 experience points. Ladies and gentlemen, the battle is over. Every other bullywug is currently drunk, passed out, or they're shitting their pants on top of the podium. <laughs> looking at all of their dead soldiers and wondering what the fuck they're going to do next. Or you could just be the Bright Lord and not helping anyone. So out of character. The weirdest Bright Lord ever. Thanks so much for listening, and we are going to see you guys next time on the Dicey D20. Thanks so much. See you later. Yeah, well, out.
Thank you so much for listening. I'm your DM, Noah. Next up on the Dicey D20, uh, the only one who actually understands right now is Tyson McKay. He says he's going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Not so quick there, Mouse. Oh. I suppose we take a seat and have a little chat. Sure, welcome to our village. Roll me a fucking deception check. All background music and audio comes from Tabletop Audio. If you're running your own campaign, visit tabletopaudio.com to find music for any situation.